But Leprechaun, happy St. Patty's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day. It's the day. It's, uh, it's, it's today. It's today. I decided to set up by some plants. Cause Good green. job. Nice to <laughs> that, my friends. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Corey. And I'm Brian. And this is the Happy Harvest Horror Show, your St. Patty's Day edition happy Happy st patrick's day Day, brian happy st patrick's day Corey. uh two two hosts with very irish names my last name's not irish but my first name's irish Corey. yeah Yeah. Muldoon is very very irish (laughs) i i actually have a fair amount of irish heritage more than i thought i learned from uh what was ancestry.com this is not sponsored but i did ancestry.com and they gave me some very specific information about my Irish heritage, which was I very did that fun. too. Recently, it was like towards the, uh, I don't know, beginning of the pandemic, the New York Public Library had like a thing with Ancestry that you could just oh. use it and you didn't have to pay. That's fun. Uh, it was fun. I learned that my grandparents came from Ireland in the late, like 1890s. And they came over to New York and then went to Philadelphia and were there for years until my grandfather moved to Kansas City. And then I went to many other places <laughs> after that. <laughs> I have not stayed in one's place. But it's just fun to trace that old back, you know? It's like, yeah, I agree. I found that I, as well as my good friend Ginny, we both have like far back ancestry from the like the same area of Ireland. And it's like an area where... um where like outlaws and stuff would like hide up in the up in the rocks because they were like fleeing persecution. You're gonna say up in the trees. <laughs> <laughs> no, but ro- like okay. you yeah. know, like the yeah. the rocky like coastal parts of Ireland. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a specific area I can't even remember the name right now, but like back in, I want to say it was like the 1700s. A lot of a lot of people flee in persecution, mm-hmm. hit up in that area, and Ginny and I both have heritage from there, which is kind of badass. That's pretty cool, That's <laughs> right? Mine was like kind of outside Dublin, you know. Um, very cool. I've been to Dublin. Dublin's dope. Like yeah, got to get to Ireland. Got to get to the homeland. <laughs> got to. I we went. Walls and I did a trip out there. I guess. Wow, it was two thousand. 15, 16, God, I can't remember now. 16, it was 16, yeah. And it was great. Went to Dublin, we got a little car. We drove on the other side of the road. <laughs> Cars are much smaller, roads are much smaller. That was a trip. Um, <laughs> but that's the way to do it. If you're going to go, get like a little car and just drive across because there's not like a straight road there. You know, it's all winding and beautiful and you got your, you know, stone fences and um, so much stone. So much green. Uh, it's like, duh, Ireland green, but it's very green and it's mm-hmm. very pretty. It's great. Want to go back? Well, today we're we're celebrating uh, Irish heritage because that's what you do on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, you get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> 
talking to a friend that's like not the biggest fan of St. Patrick's Day because it's like, how is this honoring? You know, it's like, yeah, just get drunk like the Irish today. You know, like that's to not, be fair that's though, pretty. getting getting drunk seems to be a pretty common staple among a lot of holidays. Sure. <laughs> yeah, it's real. But like when you think of St. Patrick's Day, you think of what? How do you celebrate? You get beers. You know, like I feel like green beers. Green beers. You can also, I learned today. If you're looking for something more like family friend friendly, you can set leprechaun traps. Isn't that cute? Well, not for the leprechauns. <laughs> Gosh, leave them alone. Today, uh, we're we're doing an episode a little bit more in the style of the classic spooky corner, which mm-hmm. is how this podcast started. It was a a little subset of the Art History Babes podcast where we did. Each episode, we did like an analysis of a particular monster or creature, yeah. and we talked about the history, we talked about some art, and we talked about movies. And so in the spirit of today being St. Patrick's Day, we're going to do leprechauns because they're Yay! weird and they're scary. <laughs> they can be, you know, film franchise exploring that. Exactly, you know. exactly. But before we do that, how spooky was your week, Brian? It was pretty spooky. It, and it was all in preparation for today because <laughs> I watched all eight Leprechaun movies. There are eight of them. I didn't realize there was that many. There are I was eight. also very excited to see that there's one that takes place in space. Oh, yeah. The fourth one, <laughs> Leprechaun 4 in space. It goes to a lot of places. First one was, uh, we'll talk about it like in depth more later, but you know, the first one's in North Dakota. Uh, nice dakota is represent (laughs) second one is in la third one is vegas because 90s every franchise did a vegas movie Mm -hmm. once right and then fourth went to space that was the natural progression and then it went to the hood and then it went back to the hood that was the name of the movie leprechaun five in the hood leprechaun six back to number two the hood and then, uh, and then that was the end of Warwick Davis. Then we got an origin story in 2014 that takes place in Ireland. Number seven finally got to Ireland. Um, That's hilarious. I like yeah. that they went to space before they were like Ireland. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, um, and then the eighth movie, Leprechaun Returns. So the the Leprechaun Origins was a reboot. In returns it was like a sequel legacy sequel we you talked about how much you love those the reboots and then the sequels to things 20 years later that's what Great. returns was was a sequel to the first movie 20 years later but i got a lot of info about these movies for y'all we're going to talk about them because i know way more now about the leprechaun franchise than i think anyone might know so nice that was it how about you how spooky was your week um i watched I got into uh, uh, the world of Apple TV. Yeah. Which, you know, it's all right. It's all right. I mostly watched, well, I I'm, I watched, mostly watched two things. I watched Ted Lasso, which is amazing. <sighs> 10 out of 10. Not spooky so at all, but the best thing. There is an episode about ghosts in the middle, remember? Yeah. Was, yeah. 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 So, so there, there is the tiny spooky connection. <laughs> But just an amazing show, like just mm-hmm. fantastic. So just Wonderful hard recommend show. there. But then I watched Servant, M. Night Shyamalan. I haven't seen it. How is it? So I got, I'm all the way up to date. 
I got there's two seasons. I'm all the way up to date. I really loved it in the beginning. Yeah. Right now, it feels like it's very much dr- being drug out drug in out. kind of unnecessary ways. It has moments that. that are cool now, but I'm just like not as excited about it as I was the first season. I mean, the first episode's fucking yeah. weird. Like the first episode's really good. I'm kind of like wondering if it's a situation where where like uh you know like a lost type situation or mm, like a walking dead yeah or like yeah. uh did you ever watch the path a lot of stuff that what's his face is involved in who did lost uh same guy that did leftovers right um my gosh Tom, what's his name Anyway, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, it's a show that like I was really into, but then for the sake of like keeping it going, it feels like it's not going to stick the landing. Yeah. And that's kind of a bummer, but that's it's fair. worth checking out. It's definitely different. It's got kind of folk horror elements. It's got like cult stuff involved. So you love it. I, yeah. And um, and like the entire premise, I'm not really I'm not giving anything away because this is like the first episode. This couple lost their baby like a few weeks after it was born, like the baby passed away. And uh, the the mother had like a psychological break. And so mm-hmm. like to try and help her out of it, they gave her a doll that's very like lifelike. And she like believes it's the baby. And then where servant comes from is they hire a nanny for the doll and then she ends up being really spooky (laughs) so it's weird it's very like out there kind of sounds like a lot of things like the boy have you seen that movie the boy mm -hmm. kind of like a little doll yeah exactly and then when you've got like dolls in creepy situations it's just you know it writes itself you know it does Gosh, it does. <laughs> but it, I'd, I'd recommend checking it out, and you know, getting as far as you're interested in. I'll probably okay. keep watching yeah. it just because I've gotten this far. But I'll definitely check it out. It looks fun. I just haven't gotten a chance to yet. Yeah. Got too many Leprechaun movies. No, <laughs> there's a million of them apparently. <laughs> eight. There's eight. <laughs> there are eight. Um, <laughs> I did also watch a different movie called Come True. It's this little indie movie that. He's doing so many fucking cool things. And I desperately want to recommend it because like the first half of it, I'm like, this is amazing. This is going to be my my movie of the year. And I've never, and it's been a while since I've seen a movie with so much promise and set up, just like fall on its face, you know, in like such a frustrating way. Oh no. (laughs) It hurt me. It it was like, it's all about this high school girl who uh, is having trouble sleeping. She's having these bad nightmares. She goes into like this sleep study program at Berkeley and like they're like testing her dreams and they found a way to like visualize their dreams through a thing, um, through like a, a visualizer or tech stuff. But um, <laughs> through this study, they're finding that there's, there's a common thread between a lot of people's dreams that they're always seeing this like shadow creepy figure. And it like has these, these like episodic moments throughout the movie as it's going on of like what their dreams are. And it's like super trippy, like Salvador Dali, like walking through like really fucking scary stuff. And it's setting this like almost world, like our dream realm is a actual tangible place mm-hmm. that we all coexist in. And uh, there's like real threats in there that can find And like, it's setting all this up. And I'm like, this is so scary. I'm like unnerved. The music is so cool. And then it, like, 
it just loses it so bad. There's a, there's a <laughs> romance that made me like, oh my god, want to throw up. <laughs> like it just came out of nowhere. That I'm like, stop. Yeah, between like a thirty some year old guy and the high school girl. Oh, of um, course. Of course. Using lines like, you know, you're really smart for your age. Oh, fuck goes, me. Like, I'm Jesus 18. Christ. Oh, and you just like want to throw up on the okay, screen. Okay, fucking like, Woody Allen. Right? And so it's yeah, it's things like that that I'm, I'm watching like, who who said yes to this? Because <laughs> everything up to this point, you were, you were killing it. Like 10 out of 10. And then, so anyway, I had to get this off my chest. I talked to some friends that also watched this at the same time as we all had the text thread going like, can, this is going to haunt me for the rest of my life of what this movie could have done. Like if it could have just <laughs> veered away from like the creepy fucking horniness that they wanted to, you know, and uh, not good, creepy horniness, like weird pedophilic, creepy horny. Very much. Very much. <laughs> the actress, she's 23, but she, she looks like 13. And so it doesn't help. The casting does not help at all. The writing is still bad. We got to stop doing bad. that people stop it and like i I i'm all for i'm all for sexiness but like let's make it amongst age appropriate adults how about we do that yeah (laughs) i saw there's there's one letterbox review that was like this movie was too horny for me and that's saying something (laughs) (laughs) i feel like you need to see this film for just for just to compare it yeah yeah just because because I feel like the power went out like an hour into this movie and I was like, well, how could it have ended? I, I could have imagined and would have been satisfied with how it ended. And now I'm just come true. Check it out. Maybe it's hard. <laughs> to- <laughs> Check it out. Maybe. Yeah. All right. Uh, before we take a quick break and then dive into leprechauns, shout out to our sponsors who we love. We love you. Julia, Jody, Erica, Erica, Wendy, Jennifer, other Jody. Aaron and Morgan. Thank you all so very much. Uh, we really appreciate you keeping us going. Um, and we appreciate your support and your love. We Stick certainly around. do. And if you want to join this great group, you can go to anchor.fm slash HHHS slash support. And you can throw us any support that you'd like to do. And or if you want to leave us an iTunes review, or share us on Instagram with Spotify. It's pretty easy to share on your stories. Um, please do. I'd like to get the word out there. We really appreciate all the support. And thanks for listening. We know it's March and it's not Halloween, but it can be spooky all year round. <laughs> we're aware that it's not aware. Halloween. <laughs> like, we're not dumb. You know, we just, <laughs> we just fucking love this shit. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah. So quick break. We'll come back and uh, we'll we'll be festive and we'll talk about the... Weird little Irish fairies. Let's do it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. We're back. Hello, welcome. And it's St. Patty's Day. We're having a little long distance St. Patrick's Day celebration. 
Um, also, I don't think we mentioned we're on YouTube for this one. So if you want to watch us on YouTube, we'll yeah. be there. You can find us. Just waiting. Just hanging. Just chilling. Vibing, you know. <laughs> Always. You know? Smash right. that subscribe button, you know. <laughs> Smash that like. Subscribe. All the things. What's up, guys? <laughs> All right. So today you're born to YouTube, Brian. It's in your it's in your blood. <laughs> I hate that that's my destiny then. <laughs> I'd like to return this destiny and get a new one. <laughs> um today we're talking about leprechauns. In the, in the leprechauns. Classic spooky corner. We we're kind of thinking about what Irish thing to do. And we already did a spooky corner on banshees, which is another Irish folkloric. Uh, spirit, mm-hmm. sprite. Mm-hmm. So you can go back and check that out. It's an early episode that's in our. Uh, we we released it right, or is it still in? I think it's just on Art History Babes. I don't think we've released it on this channel yet. So we'll, we'll probably release it. it. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that. We'll, we'll get to it. Right. <laughs> Chill, everybody. You know. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> Let's see the step on back here. But yes, you um, can listen to that episode over at the Art History Babes podcast if if you really want to learn about banshees. Um, and keening. But today, leprechauns. Leprechauns mm-hmm. is what we're talking about. They're little and they're kind of silly and they're spooky and weird and tricksters and also grumpy. There are a lot of things. <laughs> there are a lot of things. They're a case of the Mondays, am I right? <laughs> Kinda. Corey, <laughs> what is a leprechaun? Um, leprechauns are they're members of the Fae, of the Fae folk. So they're they're a type of fairy in the classic Irish folkloric tradition. Mm-hmm. There are many versions of the leprechaun, as well as many versions of the word leprechaun throughout history. The details of leprechaun's attire also change a lot based on the area of origin Mm. and also our like modern day conception of like what a leprechaun wears is more 20th century based. A lot of leprechauns in earlier Irish folklore wore red as opposed to green. Red, really? Yeah. Some things that all leprechauns have in common. They are cobblers. They're shoemakers. I love them shoes. They love shoes. It has been suggested that the word leprechaun may come from the phrase leithbrogan, which means shoemaker. It's all coming together. Yes. They are solitary territorial creatures, kind of Mm -hmm. a hermit type. They typically live in hidden places in the forest, you know, hidden entrances through caves, hollowed out tree trunks, that kind of thing. They mm-hmm. don't want to be found, really. Some some fun facts. Uh, leprechauns hate school. Same. <laughs> they don't like school. They don't want to be a part of it. You will not find them in a school. And if you do, they, they want to burn it down. Yep. They are also known to uh, replace your baby with a changeling. So Did we do a changeling episode? We have not, but we've mentioned changelings a few yeah. times. Yeah. A- and the leprechaun is related to the changeling. We kind of talked about changelings with doppelgangers, right? Yes. Yes. That makes sense. Yeah. Yes. I Yeah, that's. I didn't really, like, make that connection that, you know, because I, I, I obviously knew, like, changelings were a f- a fae thing, a fairy mm-hmm. thing, but it can be, act- it can be leprechauns. It can be the little shoe making 
gold sporting leprechaun that will replace your baby with a changeling mm-hmm. if it doesn't like you. And sure, uh, tried and true test. If you think you got a changeling, try some iron. You know, <laughs> just give them a little horseshoe, and if that like sets them off, maybe you got a fey folk instead of your baby. Yeah, it's not your baby. <laughs> not that's not your baby. <laughs> Also, this is a fun one. A leprechaun has been known if if it doesn't once again, if it doesn't like you, like most of these things are if it like is mad at you or doesn't like you. Mm-hmm. Uh, leprechaun might ride your dog like a horse throughout the night. It might just come into your house and take your dog for I love that that's, a ride. Insinuated <laughs> that that's a punishment. Yeah. But I, I feel like I would be quite a gift to me, you know. I'm honored that you would ride my dog. Yeah, I mean, I guess it would tire your your pup out, but uh... good, my gosh, you know. <laughs> then you'd have to take him for a walk, you know. Exactly. Thank you. Then I got this wonderful image of you just <laughs> rodeo, <laughs> rodeo leprechaun. I like uh-huh. that. Pots of gold. We all associate pots of gold with leprechauns. A few different connections here. There is a legend that pots of gold were buried throughout Ireland by the Danes uh, during wartime when the Danes conquered Ireland. And that, according to legend, the Danes entrusted the pots of gold to the leprechauns. And so the leprechauns protect them. That makes sense. Also, another connection. Shoemaking is very lucrative. It was a very lucrative career. You were usually doing pretty well if you were a cobbler. And the leprechaun is also known to hoard their wealth. So could just be they were, you know, putting in a hard day's work and holding on to their money. You know, like that's not a Scrooge. That's just physically responsible. (laughs) They are. I would definitely classify the leprechaun as fiscally responsible for (laughs) sure. Also, part of the whole leprechaun shtick is is you can sneak up on a leprechaun. You can try and catch a leprechaun. There are different takes on this. Like some are a little more sinister. Like you can sneak up on a leprechaun while he's making shoes and then you can like snatch him up and take his gold. That's not fair. He's working. Um, <laughs> but then there's also like a more playful take on it where the leprechaun being like the trickster character, it's yeah. kind of like a challenge. Like, ooh, if you catch, you catch me, me, then you can have some of my gold, you know? Yeah, that makes um, sense. Or three wishes. That's another version. Either There are a lot of versions uh, and a lot of them show up in conflicting ways in the movies. Can't wait to talk about <laughs> I'm them. sure they do. If there's eight movies. <laughs> eight movies. And rarely do these things cross over. It's, the rules just change on a yeah. dime. Anyway. To be fair, that's kind of that's kind of how folklore and mythology works. You're going to have a lot of conflicting ideas, but also weird crossovers and like an odd of that breeds some kind of creature that we we know of as the leprechaun in this instance so in some way the movies are more accurate than ever (laughs) maybe (laughs) i mean they're part like to be fair i mean i'm excited to get into the movies but whatever the movies take on the leprechaun it's part of the lineage of the myth of the leprechaun yeah like so whatever they they made it into that is part of what a leprechaun is now you know it's in the pop culture it's it's not what we associate yeah the same movie it has to be real yeah the same way lucky charms uh homie is you know our conception of like a leprechaun even though that's 
fairly different from the original myths. Yeah. But that's that's what we think about. So going a little bit more into that and like the history of the myth of the leprechaun. Leprechauns don't actually come from ancient Celtic myth, but they arose as part of Irish folklore that was largely based on ancient myth. So do with that what you will. I think that means that it's hard to find something that really resembles a leprechaun in ancient myth, but obviously they got there somehow in like early right. Irish folklore. So like there's there's a, probably a connection somewhere, but nothing. It happens a lot in all sorts of folkloric traditions. You know, totally. like we did a whole trick or treating episode. Like where did trick or treating come from? Well, it's kind of this, but mm-hmm. it did come from this. So we have to draw that yeah. connection. Yeah. It's part of the lineage for sure. But mm-hmm. the earliest we can find is like early Irish folklore. The first appearance of the leprechaun that we know of was Adventures of Fergus, son of Letty, mm-hmm. which was a story recorded in the around the 8th century. So a long time ago, a real long time ago. It's a pretty wild story. I listened to a synopsis of it and it, it it's wild. I would suggest looking it up. But okay. basically where we see the leprechaun come in is early in the story. A king falls asleep on a beach and awakes as he's being drugged into the ocean by three leprechauns. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's a nightmare. uh, I know for real, but also like hilarious. (laughs) Like (laughs) that's trickster energy right there. Like that's the trickster energy. (laughs) Let's get them boys. (laughs) (laughs) Into the ocean. Right. Another notable moment where we, we see the leprechaun, is the story Master and Man from Thomas Crofton Croker's Fairy Legends and Traditions of the South of Ireland, which came out in 1825. Hmm. And this one's a fun story. It's definitely spooky, weird, but like still very, very in line with how you think of the leprechaun, I think. Mm -hmm. So in the story, a man named Billy is wandering home on the night of a full moon, and he wishes that he had a drop of good liquor and a little leprechaun man shows up and he hands Billy a giant glass of liquor. The, I think the exact wording is like the size of him or like bigger than him or something. So Billy downs the drink. And then as soon as he's finished, the leprechaun is like, yo, you have to pay me for that. Amen. Amen. <laughs> and then Billy drunkenly insults the leprechaun man And so the leprechaun makes Billy his servant for seven years and a day. Listen, Billy had that coming, though. You know, (laughs) this is a cut and dry morality tale. And I've learned the lesson, too. Yeah. You can't just take things from little fey folk in the woods like you can't. It's it's got to be a fair exchange. But also, obviously, being held captive as a servant for seven years in a day is is spooky. But part of his subservience to the leprechaun did involve drinking wine from the cellars of rich men together, which yeah, sounds so, pretty chill. <laughs> yeah, it could have been worse, you know? Yeah, it sounds like the leprechaun just, like, wanted a drinking buddy. And, like, so they, you know, they became, like, trickster pals that they wandered came to an around. Agreement, you know? Yeah. I think good for both of them. <laughs> right? In the end, it's a tale of friendship. I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, I love it. So, yeah. So, th- I mean, that is definitely not an extensive history of the leprechaun. Um, there are many more tales, but those are just some some notable ones that have helped 
lead to our modern day conception. And then I have some images here. The first image is basically, I couldn't really find much information on it, but it reads to me like a pretty early mid 20th century illustration. Yeah. And it is your, your classic, like probably what you think of when you think of a leprechaun, like we literally have a pot of gold, a rainbow coming out behind the tree. We yeah. have this like leprechaun. He's sitting on a stone. He's got a little like cobbler's hammer in his hand. Like, I mean, it kind of has like a little Santa vibe about him, to be honest. He really does. Yeah. A very At least a Santa's elf. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Santa's elf vibe for sure. Red so, and green. And I think that's actually really important because as I said, the leprechaun is a, is a fairy. It's a member of the fae folk, but we think of the leprechaun as an elf, which elves are part of like a different thing in a lot of ways. And I think they just kind of come together with the leprechaun. Yeah. You know what I mean? As I like gnomes in a similar way too. Yes. Yes. The, yes. The gnome. Totally. Yeah. You think of leprechauns as, as more as like a gnome, as an elf and not typically how you would identify a fairy. But in the Celtic tradition, he's he's very much a member of the Fae. So, and we'll at some point do a deep dive into the Fae. I think because so they got a lot of yeah, they're interesting and and they're also kind of creepy and weird and powerful, you know, figures. Mm-hmm. But if you look at if you really go into images of the fae throughout history you will find stylized images of like what you think of as a fairy with like the wings and stuff but you find a lot of images like some of these images i have here that are like engravings of leprechauns that are Mm -hmm. like the fae as yeah as these these little these tiny little people sometimes with exaggerated features. I have a a really good book of like illustrations of the Fae. And a lot of them look like this. A lot of the Fae actually look more gnome-like, look more of what you think of when you think of a leprechaun or a gnome or an elf, as opposed to like Tinkerbell, right? Like Tinkerbell is like what we think of when we think of fairies. And there's there's a great deal of diversity among the Fae, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Um, But in a lot of ways, when you look at these like older illustrations and engravings of of leprechauns, they look like a more classic fae folk image. A lot of the images I was able to find were like engravings, which makes sense because I feel like there is a huge um, connection between engraving and printmaking and like folklore Sure. It has to do with books, right? Like these mm-hmm. images are engravings because if you have an engraving, like you can print it in a book of folklore, it's easy right? To reproduce it many yeah, times. Yeah, exactly. So it's that connection of like reproduction. And so a lot of the images, you know, I couldn't, I mean, I'm sure they exist, but I couldn't really find like paintings of, of leprechauns or anything, but a lot of illustrations, a lot of engravings, which are very cool. Like I love this yeah. one at the bottom that is actually from the, um fairy legends by croaker and Mm -hmm. it's in and it's the the leprechaun holding the big jug of booze yeah this is good this is what i've been looking at it's so good and like really you know nice flowers like coming up out of the corner and like and he does he looks like a grumpy little elf man you know he's on a stool he's got shoes down there too yeah taking a break Hard day's work, stroking his beard. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. Um, and yeah, pretty much preparing to set a trap for this man. 
<laughs> so the that jug is literally as big as him too. It is. <laughs> we'll pop it up on the YouTube video. We'll yeah. also post it on our social media so you guys can see what we're talking about. But yeah, so that's pretty much what I have. Oh, also, this was a fun one. This one also, I think the origin um, was a book of some sort because like there's a big letter E. So I'm guessing it was like the beginning of a page or something. Mm -hmm. But it is it's a leprechaun riding a sheep, much (laughs) like the leprechaun would ride your dog throughout the night. Much like if if it's it, it's the same image, yes, it's the same concept, <laughs> probably the same form he would use. Yeah, probably he 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 goes side saddle on, side saddle on it. <laughs> I did see uh, in uh, with some Britannica dot com a few more things about um, catching them. Often, since they're shoemakers, little sounds of hammering betrays where they can be found. Um, so you hear a little hammering in the woods. Oh, follow, you might find a leprechaun. Um, and it says on here, he possesses a hidden crock of gold. If captured and threatened with bodily violence, he might, if his captor keeps an eye on him, reveal his hiding place. Uh, but that's how the leprechaun can trick them, is to make them look elsewhere. Because when they look elsewhere, poof, they're gone. Boom. And you'll never get the gold. <laughs> or, I just or, think the image me of lucky this- charms. Or we lucky <laughs> I just like the the little image of hearing little tinkering of hammering of like oh, that's a leprechaun, and, but, and then wandering throughout like Irish woodlands and yeah yeah very magical. There's also in Britannica they say that the word derives ultimately from Old Irish, and I'm probably saying this wrong, lucorpan, which means little body. Yes, yes, that was another one I saw. There's like a whole list of different offshoots of the word leprechaun that like people use so it's Mm -hmm. once again when you have something that is centuries old it tends to take on a different word or a different meaning based on exactly where you are or you know like like every you know different parts of ireland have different associations with the leprechaun it makes sense yeah Leprechauns. Leprechaun history for you. Also, um, I don't. Did, I don't know if you went, Brian, but there's a National Leprechaun Museum oh, in Dublin. I saw, I saw that was on that list, and no, I didn't see it. When oh. we were there, sadly, we did not spend much time in Dublin. It was like that. It kind of bookmarked our trip. We flew into Dublin, did the trip, and at the end, we landed back and then left. So when we go back, because I want to go back, I love, I love Ireland, homeland, <laughs> <you know? laughs> the homeland. <laughs> I'd I'd like to check out that Leprechaun Museum for sure. It sounds super fun. Yeah, right. From what I understand, it's, you know, I think it's like largely like an Irish folklore museum. So it's more than just leprechauns. Even Um, better. Right. I'm like, dope. That seems legit. But yeah, that's pretty much what I have. Just, you know, a quick historical rundown on, uh, on leprechauns. Now... Let's talk Leprechaun in a very specifically horror context Um, and talk about these eight movies you watched. Oh, God, there's eight of them. (laughs) And you can watch all of them, too, if you want. The first one through seven is on Peacock TV. They're all free. Peacock is free. You have to sit through some commercials, but you can watch them all. All of the Leprechaun or almost all the Leprechaun movies are on Peacock? That's hilarious. And the only one that's not is Leprechaun Returns, which is a sci-fi original movie that came out in 2018. So you have to get the sci-fi channel. But even then, if you have like a, you know, cable subscription, you get it. So It's so funny. to I actually like think about this for some reason, like now that we have a million streaming services and it's like super annoying. Right. Um, But 
how streaming service services decide to like buy the content that they want. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it's funny to me that there was a moment at like Peacock headquarters. We're like, yeah, we'll take, we'll take leprechauns. (laughs) Let's wrap those up in the deal. You know, horror is hot right now. And so you're looking in your catalog of like, what do we own? Yeah. Oh, leprechaun. Yeah. Yeah, Let's get that in there. St. Patty's day is coming. (laughs) And you're, if you, you know, we're, you're going to be hearing this after St. Patrick's day. Um, But if you go on the app today, it's the first thing that shows up. Leprechaun. I'm sure it is. I'm sure. It yeah. Is. So starting You're gonna with the make first money movie. on those leprechauns for sure. You gotta. You gotta. You're just sitting on a gold mine. Little gold mine. Leprechauns. <laughs> um, so yeah, I I watched all eight of them for, and I'm gonna report back right now <laughs> on how it went. It was a trip. I got through. I was like halfway through two. I was like, uh oh, and I texted my friend like, hey, uh, who's seen them all, and he's my good horror buddy. I'm like, what's uh, are any of these good? You know, it's which one of these is good? And he's like, define good. You know? <laughs> um, which is fair. Which is yeah. something we need to start doing more often. Like, good right. is such a blanket statement. Like, well, yeah. what do you mean by good? Exactly. And I walked into that, but like, <laughs> these are first. You have to understand these are horror comedies. Largely, the whole series is a horror comedy from the '90s using very lowbrow humor. Mm-hmm. So, like. I'll say it right now, most of the jokes in here barely made it through the nineties, you know, that like, and how, what was okay. Yeah. <laughs> Stereotypes galore uh, yeah. through all of them. And you know, women are not treated great in any of these fucking movies uh, at all. So get that out of the way right away. Just saying like, <laughs> we know, <laughs> you know, you know, be warned all ye who enter here. Um, <laughs> but uh, they, for one through six, Warwick Davis of Willow and R2-D2 fame, uh, the actor, plays the leprechaun. And he's great. He's, you know, he's got, every time he makes a little kill, he's got a little limerick or a rhyme about it. Makes a little joke. The the first one, Leprechaun, stars Jennifer Aniston in her first movie. Largely no name at that time. Uh, But she, man, she made it work. That, the she made that, that, script happen you know she was it was really fun to watch a young jennifer aniston in this leprechaun movie but it's all set in north dakota how does a leprechaun get to north dakota you might ask well the there's an owner of this house well, out in the woods or out in the nowhere north dakota immigrates over brings over a pot of gold that he stole from a leprechaun but he didn't know the leprechaun followed him all the way over here and he was getting it back but before he could get it back the owner of the, the, the stealer of the pot of gold trapped him in a box in the basement and put a four leaf clover on the top. So he couldn't leave because leprechauns in this lore hate four leaf clovers. It's like the, the oh, kryptonite. Can't stand them. Yeah. So interesting um, move. <laughs> and they, Oh, this keeps, if there's recurring things, the four leaf clover is like the Trump card. Like if you got it, you, you, you can stop. Them. So he literally has been in this basement for like 10 years because there's a four leaf clover on this box and he can't get out. In comes young Jennifer Aniston and her father uh, fixing up the house and living there. And they uncover the four leaf clover hijinks assume they're running away, you know, cause they got the gold and he's trying to get the gold. There's a lot of folkloric, you know, traditions that show up in here, like the shoes bit. Um, at one point, Leprechaun like finds all their shoes and like organizes them and makes them all neat because you can't be leaving them around. Come on. Um, I love and then that. they like, trick him at one point by like throwing their shoes down the stairs and he can't help but like gotta give me shoes you know <laughs> I, gotta I love get that kids, actually but... that's really cute 
they end up taking him down with the help of two characters, this kid and this guy named Ozzy Jones, um, who's just this sweet, lovable, you know, humble giant, like a, a simple minded, but very sweet, you know, um, and he's got this little kid that's very much like the the Gary Sinise to his of Mice and Men duo, you know, and, and they take down the leprechaun in the first one by putting a four leaf clover in a slingshot and the kid shoots it in his mouth and says, fuck you lucky charms and then he kills him (laughs) throws him down a well i'm laughing we're all having a good time and then they light up the well anyway oh my god (laughs) second leprechaun also all these movies are not connected at all there's there's no continuing of characters up until we get to eight because eight is direct sequel to one so everything there's a new origin and everything like in leprechaun 2 it takes place uh, it starts in Ireland, so I have to give it credit that there is an Irish bit at the beginning. It starts in Ireland as the leprechaun is trying to steal uh, the daughter of this one Irish man that he's gotten in servitude. And the father tricks him into getting away. The leprechaun vows in 100 years or a thousand years later, whatever, I'm going to get a descendant of her and she will be my bride. So to, she goes to L.A. And the far descendant of that daughter is who he goes for to become the, the leprechaun's bride. And that all takes place in LA. <laughs> they introduce more things in this one. Like if you get a coin, you can make a wish and it'll make you a wish. Mm-hmm. Uh, introduce iron. He hates iron. Can't touch him with iron. There's some fun. So kills. I wonder if that's a leprechaun thing too, or just a changeling thing that they hate iron. Yeah. I think the Fae folk hate iron. Right? Yeah. No, it is. Yeah. Cause we talked about that. In, we talked about that in some episode. Yeah. Cause if you're like out in the woods at night and you want to keep, the Fey folk at bay, you should carry iron with you. Yes. Yeah. And that's what they figure out. They put him in a safe at one point. I'm like, well, done deal. Put him in a safe. <laughs> done. It's game over. <laughs> game over. You got him. But greed takes over and the guy's got a coin. And he's like, I want to be, I want your whole pot of gold. And, it, you know, a lot of times in these movies, when they make a wish, it's kind of like a wish master situation where they get their wish, but not the way they wanted to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like Tricky, tricky. So he gets his whole pot of gold, but Isn't he puts that it in. Isn't just how it always goes, though? Ain't that just the way? <laughs> Ain't that just the way? So <gasps> Leprechaun 2, they had him dead to rights, you know, in a safe. Yeah, you're good to go. Got him. Ready to go. But he got greedy and he's like, I want your whole pot of gold. So the Leprechaun put his whole pot of gold telekinetically because he's got telekinesis in these movies too forgot to mention that put it all in his belly so there's this great scene and the guy's got like the whole pot of gold is in his stomach and it's hurting him so bad he's like let me get out and he's like well let me out of the safe and i'll get it out of your belly (laughs) and he lets him out of the safe and he does get it out of his belly but it's (laughs) pretty gross Well, he's a man of his word. <laughs> man of his word. And he had a little rhyme about it too. It's pretty cute. I can't remember this one. He uh, also has like a little lair in a tree stump um, in LA. Yeah, like you do. Like you do. He's got a little lair and uh, all his little gold things in there. Leprechaun 3 is in Vegas. Again, hard reboot. This one introduces this amulet that when it's he's the leprechaun's wearing him, he turns to stone. But if you get greedy and take that amulet off, well... Leprechaun is now no longer stone. So, so we've got some troll action going yeah, on. Well, we get, we're, we, yeah, we're getting fast and loose with the <laughs> rules of this world, right? <laughs> um, and it starts with this guy bringing in the stone leprechaun with the amulet into a pawn shop. And the, he's like, don't ever take that off. 
And the guy leaves. And the first thing the pawn shop guy is, is I'm, I'm going to take this off. And then he doesn't make it very long because Leprechaun kills him. Has a little rhyme about it. Warwick Davis. It's all in Vegas. There's a, there's a fun bit in there where there's a, they find the, the lucky coin. And it goes through a few characters all figuring out that they can make a wish on it. And like I said, each of them figure out the wish is ultimately their demise in different fun ways. But there was also in three, the main character was becoming a leprechaun. And they introduced this rule that if two leprechauns meet, they have to duke it out over gold. So so they make two leprechauns fight each other. <laughs> oh, yeah. And they, they go for it. And one guy wins. And it's a sweet little thing at the end because they win and he still gets the coin and he's got the girl and he, she's like, what are you going to wish for? And he's like, I got everything that I want. No. Flicks it off. Oh and we're like. Drives yeah. into the sunset. <laughs> Amen. Leprechaun 3. Leprechaun <laughs> uh, like 4 is in space. Uh, this one. Okay. I'm excited. I'm excited this about this one. Bonkers. It, yeah. <laughs> And like I said, there's no continuity in any of it. So you can, you, if any of these movies or settings sound fun, just hard drop right into it because you're not going to miss a thing. Four is all about the leprechaun um, abducting and courting an alien princess. Wow. Uh, yeah, seducting her with promises of wealth so he can be like a ruler of space. But this plan is thwarted when a group of space marines comes and basically rescues the alien space princess. Yeah, so we now have space warfare. It's got like a lot of aliens parody meets like the fly body horror meets like just nuts. Really (laughs) bad CGI, fun (laughs) practicals. Um, there's a disco scene. Oh my Um, god, I'm I'm gonna watch this one. I need to watch this one. This one is too insane this one's, <laughs> this one's wild this one's pretty dope this it ends with uh i can spoil it you can go figure it out <laughs> but there you go <laughs> in the hood number five is uh ice t is the star of this one is he really he is that's awesome he uh uh they bring back the medallion lore from three because he finds the medallion in a basement uh, and then the stone leprechaun they take it off the leprechaun kills his cohort but then in the process the, the amulet goes back on the leprechaun and so ice T's like i gotcha <laughs> now i got all your gold and i know never to take the amulet off and he gets this little golden flute and he becomes a music producer because the music of the flute of the leprechaun's golden flute is uh, you know seductive to all who hear it and it becomes a real asshole. So years later, there's. So is that up- like a? Are we now? Is it's like a Pied Piper narrative? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In the hood, though, you know. <laughs> With '90s hip hop music, <laughs> music, you know. All right, all right. <laughs> so there's these three these three guys, and they're up and coming. They want to be positive influence and rap, and they want to like make music. But Ice T's a big old jerk, and he's like, "Fuck you!" And and they're like, "Okay, well, we're gonna rob you." Um, so we can share the wealth with the, the, the community and guess what they find. They find the leprechaun, they take the amulet and, and it goes from there. I think they f- figure out in that one leprechaun gets, he mind controls a bunch of uh, women, um, and it becomes like a, a sort of pimp in a way. And they, they get them by smoking a lot of, uh, four leaf clover. It's not great. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're getting it's wow fun. it's not so um but i back to the hood though is not stereotypical 
as much i'm not gonna blanket state and it's great but it is the first movie we're now in five that introduces morality into it because it starts with uh again hard reboot new story new situation uh unlike the the foundation of a soon-to-be-made youth center uh, in this you know uh, lower income area of the city but it was being made using gold that the, this priest found from a leprechaun well the movie starts like a standoff between the priest and the leprechaun and the priest dies and the leprechaun's gold is lost so ultimately the youth center never gets made and it just goes to there's no improvements to the neighborhood fast forward to the future this group finds the leprechaun's gold and uh, they lament at one point of like, yeah, that youth center would have been really great for the community, but never happened, but they find the gold and then they turn it into just things that they want. They go out and buy cars to buy, you know, jewelry and they do what they want. And the leprechaun slowly picks them off one by one. So it's this kind of story of like, (laughs) you you gotta, you know, kind of, it's, you're trying to pull (laughs) there's a lesson in there you're gonna use the gold use it for good like the priest was trying to but didn't and i largely appreciated that this was largely a fully black cast in a movie whereas in the hood i think was very stereotypical in a lot of ways this one doesn't didn't really build on anything the first one made it felt like i don't know why it was called back to the hood (laughs) in a way so i thought this one Better than a lot of them. Is what I so <laughs> it's high up on the ranking of high the, up on the ranking. of the and, Leprechaun movies. And this one is sadly the last one with Warwick Davis. He was he was one through six. This is the last one that he's in because the next one is a straight to DVD VOD WWE produced movie. Leprechaun Origins takes place in Ireland. They get rid of all the comedy. They went for a whole like it was, scary. It, it was produced by WWE. Yeah, that's right. Why? <laughs> they got money and they want to get a leprechaun back in there, back in the game, you know? <laughs> because back to the hood was 2003, 2014. It's like, damn, we've been 11 years without a leprechaun movie. We well, gotta, we got to fix this. <laughs> so Origins happened. This went for like a very folk horror vibe of uh, there was in the in I the feel like you'd have to, if, you know, Ireland. Like- yeah. If you're do, if you're going for the folk origins of the leprechaun, you know. I agree. I agree. But it wasn't done very well. I appreciated the setup and there was some fun stuff. Characters were rough. And there was no comedy. It's you know, largely up to this point it's very much the formula of the movie is very horror comedy, making jokes and yes, fun yes. kills. And that. so now they were trying to be a very like leprechaun very serious a serious horror movie. Yeah, yeah. the leprechaun looked like a, it, it was like 6 feet tall like a pale looked like one of the, the evil uh, goblins from the descent that doesn't make any sense uh, like no. one of the one of the u- like unifying figures of all of leprechauns is that they're small <laughs> like they're tiny uh, it was off base little in men. a lot of ways a lot that's, of ways that's what a leprechaun is I fundamentally you're <laughs> preaching to the choir here i'm sitting here frustrated watching it okay <laughs> Got like a 10% on Rotten Tomatoes. I wasn't alone. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, I, the gold is the only leprechaun thing about this because story is of town. They had a gold mine in, Le- in Ireland and they awoke a leprechaun deep down and he's been like feeding on townspeople ever since. So they find a way to appease him by tourists that get off the beaten track and come to this little town. They'll lock him in a cabin and feed him to the leprechaun and the kids get out and 
that then the movie ends, you know, <laughs> more things happen, but not much. Uh, <laughs> it's a rough one. And so then we're finally at Leprechaun Returns, the sci-fi original channel, channel original movie. Um, I know what you're wondering. Direct sequel to the first movie is Jennifer Aniston back. And she's not. She did not come back. <laughs> oh, she turned that one down? <laughs> she turned that one down. You mentioned Apple TV. I think the only reason she didn't do this is because she was probably filming the morning show. You know, I bet there was just a scheduling conflict. And yeah, that was I'm the sure. only reason she did not come back for Leprechaun Returns. <laughs> so this one follows her daughter. And they set up of right course. in the opening like scenes that her mom is dead and for years was raving about a leprechaun and everyone thought she was crazy. And then she uh, died. <laughs> and she died. But this movie, I, this is so funny because the movies, they got to me in a, in a weird way because this one, remember I mentioned years ago when I was talking about Leprechaun 1, the character Ozzy, the simple giant man, he comes back. He comes back and when he comes and it's the same actor and the same character and he comes on the screen and I like out loud went, oh, <laughs> like, like, damn it. Fucking leprechaun movies. You got me. <laughs> got me. They, they uh, somehow, they somehow salvaged it in the all end. odds. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. uh, she, he's very much the harbinger in the classic slasher, you know, movie that like, don't go that way, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, and he drives the, the daughter to the same house where it happens because it's now a sorority. And while they're in the car driving it, there's, he's got like four leaf clovers all around his dashboard and everything. And she's like, well, are you a big fan of the culture? Are you Irish? And he's like, no, not at all. Nope. <laughs> not even a little uh, bit. Not <laughs> even a little bit. Um, and I forgot to mention. <laughs> forgot to <laughs> That's amazing. And in Leprechaun 1, he was a big part of the first one because at one point he swallowed one of the gold pieces and the Leprechaun was out to get him. He's like, give me my gold back. And he's like, I can't. I swallowed it. Um, and so the Leprechaun comes back in this one by he going to the same well, water splashes up. Leprechaun remained water, splashes up. He drinks it a little bit. And so he, since he drinked it and it touched the gold silver in his belly, then the Leprechaun fairy magic to him out of his belly and <laughs> and that's how he came back and i'm sitting there just like yeah of course that's that <laughs> coin has been in there for 25 years and that's the like oh these movies dude i watched eight of them yeah um, well thank anyway. you for taking us on that journey because now i don't have to watch eight <laughs> you of don't them. have to <laughs> you don't have to i think i don't know i'm intrigued i want to watch the space one just because yeah. that seems one is fun. batshit wild. And maybe I'll watch like the first one since it was the the, the original. Yeah, if I had to like rent which ones you should check out. Four is very fun because it's just batshit crazy. It's very fun. Uh, one, you got Jennifer Aniston and it introduces things. It's pretty fun, but they don't have the quite like comedy horror down yet. It's mm -hmm. very much like a, sometimes we want to be a horror movie and sometimes we want to be a comedy. I think the one that like gets it is three, the Vegas one. That one like pretty consistently we i also will admit from a conceptual standpoint leprechaun in vegas makes a lot of sense right like gold oh, coins like like it all I, takes place in the lucky shamrock casino yeah you know? that conceptually there's some integrity there <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I don't want to knock these because I, mean, I know they're fans of these movies, and I'm never gonna, you know, say don't don't like what you like. These largely just weren't 
more for me, you know, I've gone through these, like, you know, I've watched all the Friday, the 13th movies. Those are very fun to all go through. I think, I think that the thing is when you, when your movie relies a lot on like lowbrow humor and then 20 years later, a lot of that movie is now no longer, you know, yeah. It's probably yeah a mix of just not funny and also problematic. <laughs> exactly. But like a, a lot of classic horror movies that don't do any humor, you know, like mm-hmm. yeah, it's still very watchable because we're doing the same tricks today. It's great. But like this one, you know, it's not great. I mean, I'm impressed. I'm impressed you 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 did it. You set out with with a goal I made a in mind. To you all and on you- Batman <laughs> podcast that I was going to watch him. You did. I, I'm no coward. I'll sit through all eight of these movies. <laughs> I figure out what's next now. What have I missed? I've tried Chucky. I've gone through a lot of Chucky movies. Um, I actually, I need to go through those um, because Child's Play was the number one grossing film the week I was born. Child's Play is great. Child's Play is like legitimately great. And two is very fun. Two scared me as a kid. And that got me into horror. Speaking of, we're going back to the creepy dolls. dolls. We're going back. Dolls are there. Spooky. That's a that is a thing. That is a connection. Dolls are fucking weird. <laughs> they are fucking weird. They are fucking weird. <laughs> I'm trying to think on a closing note of these leprechaun movies, what my favorite like catch lines were. There's a lot of limericks, yeah. a lot of rhymes that were pretty funny. That Fuck. aspect is intriguing to me. Like had yeah. like like killing someone and then like a limerick. Doing a little like lime. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty funny. It's and what was funny. I really liked you had a line. What was it like? Fuck you, lucky charms. Fuck you, lucky charms. That's yep. good. That's a good one liner. That came back. They used it again in, oh God, I want to say Back to the Hood. I remember. They used that same one again. In Leprechaun Returns, I think the last like catch line, tagline was like, here's a limerick for you. Oh, what is it? I'm going to mess it up because it was, it was <laughs> pretty. Oh, um, don't, don't mess it up. Don't. I can't. <laughs> You cannot. You cannot mess mess this up, Brian. Here's a. You can. You you must do it justice. (laughs) (laughs) I can't find it. Anyway, I will say about Leprechaun Returns. I think I. I think this is probably one of my favorite of them. It's it's straight sci-fi original sequel to the first. It was the one that I had a character where I was like. Yeah, you, you know, mm-hmm. um, I thought the kills were funny. There's this sorority house that I'm telling you that they're making in the, in the, the same original site. They're making a fully sustainable sorority. So they got solar panels on the top and everything. And they find ways to like kill them with these things. You know, like one guy gets cut in half with a solar panel at one point. So the body like falls apart. That was pretty rad. Uh, there's another... <laughs> There's another point where Leprechaun makes a deal with one of the, the women. Like, I'm, yeah, you show me where gold is and I won't lay a hand on you. And she falls for it. And so and then she's running from him. And then she he finds a way to kill her with sprinklers, a bunch of sprinklers. Or he's just like, they're all. And then he like throws one at her and one like kind of impales her in her mouth. But then the mouth is like still sprinkling like blood. So gross. Anyway. It's things like that that like just splat stick that uh, get me. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I love splat stick. There you, there you have it. <laughs> Done. <laughs> I can I can die in peace now. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you for taking on that research project. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm glad I did it for you guys. You know, and if there's any other series that you need me to see, 
you know, I'll go back and watch it. Leprechauns, St. Patty's Day. Do you have any any plans for the rest of St. Patty's Day? No, you're largely looking at it. You know, I uh, I finished the last three this morning. I watched three movies today. Damn. Um, to catch up. Back to the hood. Origins. Returns. So I think I've celebrated enough. I think I'm done. <laughs> I think I'm done. <laughs> you're not going to set any leprechaun traps? No, I think it's mean. It's so mean. They're just making shoes. Like, my gosh, but, what an occupational I, hazard. You got to worry about people catching you. But as I mentioned earlier, sometimes it's like a game. Like, they're like, they, they're like challenging you to catch them as part if of a I game. I get an explicit challenge from one. Yeah, I'll try. <laughs> like a handwritten challenge. <laughs> right. Hey, Leprechaun here. Good luck. And I'm like, okay, it's on, you know? But I'm not just going to go and into a Leprechaun. if you fail, I will ride your dog into the night. <laughs> And I'll be like, promise. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, this was fun. Yeah, this I, is a cute little one. This was a, a a nice way to spend St. Patrick's Day. I, I enjoyed talking leprechauns. I'm sure we'll talk more Irish folklore in the yeah, future. If you have any thoughts on leprechauns, the leprechaun film franchise, yeah, um, please let me know if you have any thoughts on the Leprechaun film franchise, because I have no one to talk to you about. <laughs> <laughs> no one's seen these movies. <laughs> please hit us up. Happy Harvest Horror Show at gmail.com. If you're watching us on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe, uh, share with your friends. Yeah. It's it's 2021. We understand how content works, right? At this point, like you got to share. You got to like it. That's the only way we can keep making it. So... Please do that if you like us. Yeah. We appreciate it. And uh, and hit us up. Let us know what we should do next. What you want to hear. Yeah. If there's if there's a topic you're you're dying to hear, let us know. We know Follow us on Instagram. Happy Ever Store Show. And we're we're just gonna keep trucking along. I mean, it, pretty soon we're gonna be like back into gearing up for spooky season. Oh yeah. yeah. We're already almost spooky season. <laughs> We're almost there. We're almost we're almost there, honestly. Like so And um, shout out, we did get a request. I just wanted to make sure that was we heard you on uh, a witches specific episode because we talk about about witches, but yeah, we will make a show episode about, you know, spooky representation of witches. That- we'll talk we'll talk about witches. I I mean I have I got I got lots on witches up here. I got lots to say about witches. Witches on witches. I got witches on witches. Um, But yeah, thanks so much for listening. Happy St. Patrick's Day to you all. And, um, you know, let us know if you catch a leprechaun. And if you do, you let them know. Fuck you, Lucky Charms. (laughs) Bye.